0: Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Do you know there are three kinds or experiences of death that a person may die? In fact, most of us will die two of them, and multitudes will experience three deaths. This is the plain teaching of the Word of God. It is all summarized in the statement of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. The wages of sin is death. Listen to these selections from the Word of God, which describe these three deaths. Today we'll consider a definition of the three deaths and the way of escape. First, physical death. Psalm 103. For he himself knows our frame, that is, God himself knows our frame. He is mindful that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like the grass. As a flower of the field he flourishes when the wind has passed over it, it is no more and his place acknowledges it no more. Or Ecclesiastes 12 verse 5. Man shall go to his eternal home then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. And Hebrews 9:27. It is appointed unto men once to die and after this the judgment. Second, spiritual death. Romans five twelve, Through one man, that is, Adam, sin entered into the world, and death through sin. And so death spread to all men, that is, all people, because all have sinned. And Ephesians 2. As you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world. Do you hear the words? Dead in trespasses and sins. Lastly, eternal death. Matthew ten twenty eight. Jesus is speaking, And do not fear those who kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. And Revelation 20. And death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is a second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So it's possible for a man or woman to experience three kinds of death, and all people will experience at least two of these. God has said in his word, the wages of sin is death. That is the penalty for breaking his law in the Garden of Eden, God made it plain to Adam that transgression of his law would result in death. So he told our first parents, From the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. But in the day that you eat from it, you shall surely die. Genesis 2.7 Through his sin, Adam introduced death into this world. God told him, From dust you came, and to dust you shall return. Genesis 3.15 The Apostle Paul relates that death passed upon all men, all people, because of this original sin. Physical death has been a reality since the fall, as we read in the Bible, as well as in the news, and he died. However, on the very day of the fall, Adam was not struck dead in a physical sense, but he did die. That very day, he was sent out from the presence of God out of the garden of paradise. He was struck with spiritual death. Spiritual death is that which touches the soul. It deprives one of communion with God. Sin's punishment begins in this life, in both the physical and spiritual realms. Men and women are born dead. From the moment of birth, we're under the judgment of spiritual death. We are separated from God. Spiritual death pollutes the whole stream of life. People are born separated from God, morally inclined to do evil, and their minds are darkened so that they do not understand spiritual things. We see people bustling about, enjoying life, even having a religion. But all the time they're dead. They're walking corpses. The terrible state of all unregenerate people is that they are dead while they live. Paul wrote to the Ephesians, reminding them of their former condition, and he added, Remember that you were at that time, that is, prior to their regeneration, prior to their conversion, consisting of faith and repentance. You were at that time separated from Christ, having no hope, and without God in the world. Ephesians 2, 1 and 11. All men, all people, are born spiritually dead, separated from God, and morally depraved. Men and women exist, but they're sinners from the womb and plunged into death, plunged into sin. The wages of sin is death, dead in spirit, and as for the body, candidates for the grave. It is because of the reality of spiritual death that suffering and physical death is so much a part of our world. Physical death is a terrible thing for all people. We've tried to make it beautiful, at least in the West with modern embalming methods, fresh flowers, and memorial parks. But death is not beautiful. It is both pitiful and painful. It is part of the penalty of sin. We were created to live, not to die. Body and soul were meant for each other. They were meant to be permanently joined. They were to be perfectly blended and permanently one, man, mankind, a living soul. But they are Torn apart at death, a man's spirit and body see different ends. One takes flight, and the other decays. And physical death is not only something that happens to us at the end of the way. That's only the climax. The process of decay is always with us. We're dying men and women. We are being paid the wages of sin every day. And the last payment is the worst of all. Surely for an unsaved person, physical death holds unknown terrors. So here we have two kinds of death, physical and spiritual. Before I go on to consider the third kind of death, which is but the final and permanent stage of spiritual death, let me say that although this death penalty has been pronounced upon all humanity, there is an escape from it. The same verse in the Bible which says the wages of sin is death also relates, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This means that God gives a living Savior to dead sinners, one who has lived their life and died their death in order to redeem them. He paid the death penalty for those who put their trust in him, for he rose from the grave as a conqueror of death. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. The opposite of spiritual death is spiritual life. This is what Jesus is referring to, and he also said, John 5:24, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me has eternal life, not will have, but has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. You see death must be reversed by resurrection. The reversal of spiritual death occurs at regeneration, the spiritual resurrection of the sinner who is dead in God's sight through the life-giving power of the Spirit of God. This happens when the gospel is proclaimed or preached or taught or heard, and the Spirit of God, taking the truth of God, awakens the dead sinner, enables him to see his need of a Savior, and to cry out for salvation. Jesus referred to the absolute necessity of a second birth, a spiritual resurrection, when he told Nicodemus, except one is born anew, born of the Spirit, born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The Apostle Paul drives home the point in his remarks about the former state of believers until God calls them and makes them alive together with Christ through faith in Jesus Christ. Regeneration is the only remedy for that spiritual death into which all men, because they are sinners, are plunged. Because of the connection between death and sin, God's redemptive mission entailed his own death so that he might triumph over it and bring life and immortality to life. The gift of God, eternal life, brings a twofold change in the sinner. First of all, spiritual death is replaced by new spiritual life. The sinner is born again through the operation of the Holy Spirit and receives a new heart and becomes a new man or woman. Christ Jesus is the person in the person of the Holy Spirit, takes up residence in his or her life. The sinner is enabled to understand who Christ is and to receive him by operation of the Holy Spirit. We do not produce regeneration Regeneration is a working of God supernaturally upon the sinner, enabling him to call out for salvation from the Lord. The second change that happens is that the sting of physical death is removed. Believers will still have to die. Even those that will be raptured, in a way, their bodies will be changed so they'll no longer be the same. Believers will still have to die, but not as a penalty. Christ has borne the penalty for them. Even their bodies rest in hope because they will be gloriously resurrected at the return of Jesus Christ. At death, their spirits go into the presence of Christ. The Christian already has eternal life, and by his departure from this life, he's brought into the presence of the Lord. Christ Jesus has transformed death for his own people into a gain, and it's because of this truth that Paul could write, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor anything will be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus told John, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. And again Paul writes, O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? Quoting from one of the prophets of old. It has been removed for all those who put their trust in Jesus Christ. Only the believer can say with David, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you with me. But now, what about the third kind of death, which is included in the wages of sin? Well, that is what will happen to you if you do not receive God's gift of life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We call it eternal death. The Bible describes it also as a lake of fire. Jesus said it was a place of outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth and where the worm does not die. Spiritual death is the permanent culmination and completion of spiritual death. It's the place of the condemned. It is complete and total separation from God forever, the final issue of both physical and spiritual death, forever sin of the unforgiven sinner. It is hell where the wrath of God will consume the soul of the damned forever. The first death is physical. It awaits every human being. The second death is spiritual. It's a reality for all those outside of Christ from the moment of conception all the way through until spiritual resurrection, which is regeneration by the power of the Holy Spirit. The final form of spiritual death is eternal separation of a dead sinner from God And this results in his eternal punishment. The only way of escape is to be born twice. And then you need only die once. The physical death which has been conquered by the Savior. The only possible way by which the terrors of death can be diverted is for you to be freed from your burden of sin. How, you ask? By fleeing to Jesus Christ, the only refuge for sinners. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and live This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. Until next time, remember, death awaits all, but Jesus Christ is the life giver. Call upon him.